Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. So funny. The, 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 <laughs> we have a dancing. I have to record this. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. We have a dancing water bottle. This is crazy. We're going to have to move it further back so that it starts dancing again. Yeah, this is crazy. So, Simple left a, a water bottle in, in, in studio, and it's empty. And then we turn to air on because the guys in front of us don't like having uh, the air on. I don't know why. But now that they've done this, they have – it's an empty water bottle that is dancing across the console. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. We should have water bottle races. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. That, like, we need to empty it. We can get two – Two little bottles, and then we can take cash that. Down. Yeah, we could do that. That would be amazing. See which water bottle company has the most aerodynamic bottle. Oh, my goodness gracious. This thing is fantastic. <laughs> we So easily entertained. Yeah, pretty much. So easily entertained. Uh, thank you for joining us on a Thursday. Uh, old school Jay Foreman's on the way in. Uh, he had some uh, car stuff that he needs to take care of. He will be here uh, momentarily. In the meanwhile, Rico, how are you, sir? I am well. How about yourself? I'm I'm good. Um, I'm still trying to adjust to these hours because there's a lot <laughs> um, having to be here. Like last night, I, I did manage to 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 try to get out at a reasonable hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I left after like so. You had Aaron Davis and Chris Raff, and they were on, and they had uh, Tom Banderas and Cluster uh, Johnson on their show, and that's a two-hour show. But then I have to turn around and come back, you know, early enough to prep for, for, for this show. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to adjust. So now I've become midday nap guy mm. where I leave here and go back and make up the, 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 the two hours, two and a half hours of sleep that I missed the night before. I just assumed you were going back home to work more. I, but I end up working. Mm. I end up working. Like yes, So there's a book release Saturday. Um, a new book. And so a lot of the pr- promotional marketing stuff that has to be done is Zoom calls to publishers and stores and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And they they did a clip and they, they released it yesterday, which meant I had to respond to people about the clip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that was like an hour and a half. And then I just like I, 
I, I don't ever recall sprinting to the bedroom to go to sleep, to take a nap. Like, but I need to Like, nap. I sprinted and tried to take a nap. So, Monday nights, Monday nights because it's a ladies' night, mm-hmm. I'm here until till the show's end because, basically, they're new broadcasters. So, mm-hmm. you have to kind of stay with them until they're ready to go. Tuesday with the baseball guys and hockey and all that, you know. Uh, Ashley Scoggins, all that. It, it, it's busy. Wednesday is okay. Thursday we've got you know Buzzy and the Truth, so we got CJ and Kobe Webster, and so I'll be able to, like they both asked me to hang out this week, and I went, oh, yeah, I'd rather not. I really want to. I want to, uh, but you know we'll see. Thursday is my sleep day. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then Friday <clears throat> because of the gymnastics show, I told the young ladies you know I'd come support them. Mm. But there's also the Lincoln Stars crossover event where Tom Osborne is speaking before the game, and we're going to be featured. And so the the Stars thing starts at 5.30. Mm-hmm. Gymnastics starts at 6.30. <laughs> so there's going to be some bounce-bounce. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be some bounce bounce between that. It'll be a great event if you want. If you're not, if you're looking for something to do Friday, you've got gymnastics at six thirty. Uh, you've got uh, the Lincoln Stars event. Uh, that's on their website, LincolnStars.com. You can go in and, and check out the event. It's a crossover. They've got football players, basketball players, baseball players all attending and mm-hmm. doing meet and greets and signing and taking pictures. So, and then of course, I I, I believe that me, Mark, and Jay. I don't know if you're coming. Are you coming to this thing? You you were invited. Yeah, I know. I don't know. We had plans to go celebrate a birthday, but I don't know. I haven't asked Rachel, so she makes all the plans. I just I drive. Well, and you've all. I mean, you have been invited to gymnastics meets. So, yeah. So you know, there's that. So mm-hmm. if that's something you ever want to do and, and take the young ladies, and, and Rachel included, but <laughs> go. Like it's it's a thing that 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 would go. So that's gonna be it. It'll be a, a a busy couple of days, and then you know, of course, playoffs this weekend. So I've got three or four nah. interviews that, <laughs> that I'm supposed to. It's too much. I'm, I'm doing I'm doing too much. Playoffs. I'm doing too much. Like that's playoffs. That's the. So we were talking about, uh, and I can ask you the thing that I was asked this morning. And I brought it with Sipple and. And Jake and Schaefer. What's up? What team is most likely to lose this weekend in the NFL? What team is most likely to lose? I see who's all playing. Of the eight. So you've got uh you've got Casey, Green Bay, Buffalo, Tampa, Tennessee, Rams, Cincinnati, 49ers. Um most likely to lose. Most likely to lose. I mean, you could go the easy route and go with the new the new ones to the playoffs and uh, Cincinnati. Um, this bottle is still dancing. It it's is amazing. Um, you could say the Niners because they're playing the Packers, but the Niners seem to have figured something out. I don't know what that something is. Um, ooh, Rams Bucks is that's gonna be good. Bills Chiefs is going to be. I mean, you could go with the Chiefs. The Bills already destroyed them once at at Kansas City. This but that's season. very hard to do. It is. It is. Um, I think. You know what? This this might actually surprise some people. Mm-hmm. I think Tennessee is the most likely to lose. Although Derrick Henry is, says that he's probably going to play this. He week. ain't a hundred percent. Derrick Henry at ninety percent is enough. Oh, I know. To, to to change the. 
Change oh, I know game. he's more he's, he's more than enough. He's better than any other running back they have on their on their roster. Are, are we giving Cincinnati too much credit? Is that is that Husker maybe flavor aid? I my it isn't mine isn't even with the the Husker flavor aid the Zach yeah. Taylor thing. Mine is yeah. just with the way the offense has been playing, and the defense is surprisingly decent. Well, I mean, I, I don't like know it's why that's good. Surpri- like it's good enough. I don't know why that's surprising when you have two Hall of Fame defenders up front and a Hall of Fame defender in the back end. Because when you've been thinking about Cincinnati this season, you haven't even considered – like, people have not even considered the defense being any type of reason for winning any game. Name it's three just people been, on the Bengals' defense. I can't I, – Carlos yeah, Dunlap. Right? Like, that's – like I got Carlos Dunlap. That's my uh, thing. Like, that, like I, 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 don't, I don't know. That's about it. I, I don't know. I know. So, this is the time of year where everybody gets overhyped. There's only eight teams left. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know – like, I thought from a matchup standpoint – um, they th- like they're familiar. Yeah, let's see who's on their defense. They're familiar, but I don't know who's most like. If you had oh, to, Sam Hubbard, so if you had if you had to if you had to wager that one team would lose this weekend, who would you choose? <sighs> like there are no there are no give gimmies this weekend. I mean, the largest spread is. Niners Packers. The Packers are favored by six. Smallest spread is Casey's favored by two. I'm open. Okay, you guys know the deal. Four two four six four five six eight five. You can jump on the Sarder Hammond text line or call in the Honda Lincoln hotline. Um I, I, I don't uh Corey says this. Uh what's up? What's up, Corey? Um, I think the Rams, and it's not close. They're not traveling across the country and w- winning in Tampa. But you have Von Miller. And Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald pursuing Brady. I mean, you also have the best receiver in the league. Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, you got. And, and, and another guy who was the best, player, yeah, best you, receiver. You in got Akers back after, what, an Achilles injury after seven weeks? Which is still mind-boggling. Yeah, I mean, depressed Tim Miles fan says, "Is this being prisoner of the moment, or are these four matchups the super epic and better than most years at this time?" Yeah, I, that's what that's what the conversation was. Was it seems like there's some level of competency that we haven't seen in the final eight. In a, in a minute. Mm-hmm. Now that could that could be totally false. As I said, we could be prisoners of mode. Jay Foreman joins us. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. I'm I'm uh Oh, that must be Rico's sandwich then. That's Rico's. Okay. Just You know, he only brought one. You know, like he he does breakfast every day. I, I didn't bring I didn't bring it. It was over here. It was over where? It was over there. They said that uh Chris from the Baldwin shop brought a bunch brought a bunch of sandwiches. It was the last one left. That means Nick already came and grubbed and left. They, see, you see how this is? I, I've been here for an hour plus. <laughs> Didn't even inform a brother. Oh, Rick Heyman brought Rick him. Rick Heyman My brought him. My bad. Sorry, so, Rick. So, so you know what that means, though. Yeah. That means Sip and Jake ate two each. Yeah. Harrison. Yeah. Harrison had one. That's five. Rico, six. They usually come in eight. Yeah, okay. Rick, and you know, and you know uh, whatchamacallit probably took two home, too. Simple. Well, Rick was still eating. When he was on, so <laughs> Schaefer, <laughs> Schaefer was, did not get one. He multitasking. That's oh, what Rick oh, oh, Rick, Rick, just chilling. Yeah, as long as he wasn't smacking it. Rick good. is no, no. I, <laughs> Rick was chilling. 
So we were, yeah. So now we know. I'm gonna have to order breakfast because, and I'm not a breakfast dude. I have to change that because when I eat in the morning, it, 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 I get the itis. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. He, on here, and yeah, I don't want the itis. I don't want the itis, so I wait until after this. I'm on with Rashawn until eleven thirty. My first meal of the day that is, is lunch or yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, it's lunch or whatever, and yeah. then I'm behind the curve anyway. So I'm a big uh, breakfast Jake dad. says he he actually ate none. Thank you very much. Oatmeal every day. He does he does eat oatmeal every day. So they're all gone, and there is a that sandwich. Means Sipple, gr- that means Sippo has. There is a home. sandwich. Sippo brought brought him home to feed his chickens. Sippo went to town. It is. It is. A, it was a sandwich gremlin. Just took all the. All the That's why I call him the Cooking Monster. Okay. It just. It's good to know though. Like it's good to know where we stand. Yeah. Where we rate. You know. Read the room, fellas. Damn. Yeah. Look. Normally. <laughs> today hey, I didn't you're have. Still fighting uphill battle, man. Today right? I didn't like, have any breakfast, and I came in just expecting not to eat anything. Oh, and I walked in here, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, what's that?" And he goes, "Oh, yeah, there's one breakfast sandwich in there." And I go, "Yeah, I'm gonna eat this." What's on the sandwich? Like, uh, like sausage, egg sausage, egg and cheese on the English muffin. Okay, I, I'm you know I, I'm good. Sounds I'm, delicious. Like, no, 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 but the smells here, which enhances. Okay, yeah. now, now, I, now I gotta fight. Yeah, now yeah. I gotta fight that. Now I gotta fight yeah, that. Fight Sorry about it. Yeah. You got the Thanksgiving. That's like when uh, I was trying to Thanksgiving and the in, in like Christmas and and the people that cook don't eat as much because they're right. smelling it. Yeah. I was trying to finish it, and then the then the intro started, and I was like, I don't want to eat on the mic because it was just me and you. Uh, but I heard that you guys are talking about the the final eight. This what, is so a, so this is the thing. So th- then we've we've arrived at two questions. One: What team is most likely to lose? Oof. Of the eight, which one is most likely to lose? Now, are you asking the home team? Or are you asking just like anybody uh, of the eight? Of the eight. Well, I would probably say most likely to lose. So you got Buffalo, Kansas City, Tampa, Rams, um, uh, Bengals, Titans, 49ers. I mean, all eight. Right? Like, it's it's, it's – But I'm going to tell you the team that, like, that has probably been the most consistent all year from one week – Take week one out because they looked horrible. Remember, they were talking about Rodgers needs to retire. But from week two, I guess, or, you know, you could call that the, you know, little last little preseason game, Green Bay's been the most consistent, right? See, I would have said Tampa. No, because Tampa went through a law where they didn't play well. Because remember, they had all the injuries and stuff and they didn't look good. And, and is, remember, the Saints beat them and it was like nine to six. They didn't look, it just didn't look. Is that because of the division they're in? Well, of course, Tampa knows them, but they just didn't look good. Okay. You know, it, you know, for a couple weeks. But then you knew that they were – because, you know, even though they were winning at the beginning of the season, you know, they'd be down and then they just come back and they end up winning by 14 just because, you know, Tom Brady do his thing. But Green Bay have been doing it, like I'm talking about quarter one through four, week after week after week. But they in the most trouble, though. Because in the playoffs, it's styles – Sometimes, like they always say in boxing, styles make fights, right? Mm-hmm. So, ultimately, I don't think a West Coast team like San Francisco is going to have any problem playing up there in, in cold weather. And their game travels. So Yeah, yeah quick handoffs. Well, quick handoffs, uh, the motions, they're physical, oh. they're talented, they're, 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 they can get to anybody in four. 
Green Bay's been off for a week, which I think, you know. I mentioned that with Simple and the guys. That, that I'm a firm believer once you get to this point in the season. Now, granted, if you have injuries, right, mm-hmm. you want to obviously get back. Um, but I do think when you have a great or one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and Aaron Rodgers, that week off doesn't hurt you. I think it hurts the defense because of tackling, blitzing timing, and if you're in a rhythm. And, that, and the off-the-field stuff that happens. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's – they don't. These guys. I mean, with COVID, that's the only good thing is you kind of gotta be <laughs> locked down. And they're <laughs> not hope. stupid like the Giants and went down to Miami. They're they're probably hanging around, and they might go to a basketball game, but it's nothing. They're Green Bay is a good organization where guys are you know in line. But I think that I would like to play in rhythm because you're a creature of habit and you and and you can kind of you know keep the thing rolling. And with San Francisco, with the way they play. Um, you know, and not afraid to go on the road, have had extreme success against Green Bay. Uh, you know, Green Bay is is I wouldn't say they're in trouble, but they you know they're they're they got to be on red alert. It's going to be interesting to see how the Titans play because again, styles make fights, right? You got uh, Derrick Henry and the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? And then you or Derrick Henry versus the Bengals. So even though that. Uh, the Titans could control the clock. Cincinnati can score against some DBs in two plays. And they can eat the clock up by passing the ball. And then they still got a Pro Bowl in Joe Mixon. So there's a lot. There's a there's a it's it's a it's a unique round of, of games where you could have all four home teams win. You could have them all four lose. Who's most likely to get upset? The home teams Who's most likely to lose at home? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's if I had <laughs> to pick one just off the top of my head, this I'd, t- say, I'd say Tennessee. Because here's, here's why I say Tennessee. Yeah. They're the mix of what Julio Jones and Brown – isn't the same type of mix they had last year, right? Um, with Derrick Henry coming back, then the expectations are he's going to just start off, start where he left off. Maybe so. But the ultimate equalizer, I mean, Cincinnati don't know no better. They don't know anything. Yeah, yeah they, they're not smart enough to know they, sh- they, they shouldn't be They shouldn't be, be doing it. And, they're, and, they're, and, and Tennessee's but, defense isn't as consi- hasn't been as consistent as it had been over the last couple of years. But Vrabel is the best coach we don't talk about enough. He's one of the best coaches in the league. He's been right? very, very <laughs> consistent since the day he's gotten there. Right. Um, guys play for him. He develop guy. He develops guys. He, he's, a, he's a guy that, uh, I mean, he's a, he's a phenomenal. And you know what's funny? His last year in Houston as a defensive coordinator, the defense was just so-so. But his leadership skills, and this is what the thing is, what people need to understand is when you're a when you're a head coach and and this is I've obviously been able to be Coach Osborne. Mm-hmm. I, I was I had a great high school football coach, Mike Grant. His his dad is Bud Grant, and then I had a great basketball coach. That uh, okay, but how is how is that the first time you said that to us? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of one of those deals. You play for Bud Grant's son. Come yeah. on, man. Look, uh, what? Yeah, it was it was just kind of just luck or whatever. 
Come on. So your dad played for Bud and you played for Bud's son. Bud got about 50 sons, though. But well, <laughs> I mean, So the chances are not you 50, leave. but he's, you, got, he's got a few. But, <laughs> but, my, but it was all kind of like, you know, it all kind of worked itself out. You leave that man alone. <laughs> no, no, but no, but was not like, like no, that. No, 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 got, no. I mean, they, I mean, look, dude, that dude was. Think about he was coaching, hunting, and producing. Right, like how deep that is that <laughs> the Foremans and Grants. Yeah, we rolling together, right? That's crazy. Yeah, so it's uh, but also I've been fortunate to see that different than I had Wade. You know, I had Tech Control, who's a phenomenal defensive coordinator. Dom, as you know, uh, played for Tom Coughlin. Um, and so you see the you see the differences, right? And then also you just come in in contact. You know, I was a ball boy, so I got to see Jerry Jerry Burns, who was a he coached at the Vikings forever. He yeah. was actually Jerry Burns. They talk about Bill Walsh mm-hmm. with the West Coast office. It was actually Jerry Burns. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Burns is known more for his press conferences when he was just going off all the time, which is still a classic. Hilarious. Rest in peace, Jerry Burns. He's one of my favorite human beings. Just just, just just toast just toast brittle. Right, just, just just say hey, Chris. As long, he said, as long as I'm here, so Les Stuckle's gonna be here. So next effing question, right? <laughs> right. Well, anyways, you see the best leaders, the best coaches. They they do what they do is they they have their their foundation, and then they delegate it, and then their communication of how they delegate it is generally the same. But they're not afraid to change. You get what I'm saying? Well, because they know that they they need to they, adapt. They, yeah, it, that's the great ones, right? And then so they don't stay pigeonholed into a system or whatever, but the communication is really good. And so when you look at Vrabel, right, you know, when he's when, when, when you see, the, like, the little things when he's coaching his team, he's – communication is effective one-on-one. So how he's communicating with Ryan Tannehill to have enough confidence in him to come from Miami and turn him around – is different than how he has to say with me if, or somebody else. So he, guys will run through a brick wall for that dude. Well, and, and then every year we forget that Tennessee gets to the AFC Championship game. And every year we sit and scratch our head. How do they do how it? How do they do it? And they've been doing it ever since Alex Smith was there right, at, at like, Kansas City. Right, like we, remember, <laughs> uh, remember, what was it, uh, Andy Reid's first year, they were 13-3? and three. Yeah. Here come Tennessee 9-7, and seven, Derrick Henry still running up and down there. Yeah, like it was like, wait a minute, how does this happen? And, and then they go – and then they take Kansas City to the to the border. Well, because they're travel. This is the thing. <laughs> you, you, listen, we talked about you know we talk about San Francisco, right? You talk and Cincinnati can run that thing too when they want to, when they want to if they have to. And you talk about Tennessee. What's the common denominator, man? They're gonna line up. They gonna they ain't gonna just ask you to move off the ball. They physically physically gonna remove you from the place that you're at, and then we're gonna run the ball, and then we're gonna play D. Because ultimately, that's going to – look, man, it, it's cold out everywhere. If you went and played in San Francisco right now, it that hawk come that, out. That afternoon breeze in San Francisco right. off the and bay Right, and if it is, gets a little is, damp, it's cold everywhere. Not except Tampa. Tampa. Right. Yeah, other than Tampa. But it's going to be rainy, so you're going to have to line up and knuckle up, baby. <sighs> this is going to be fantastic. We're going to throw it a break. Uh, Rico, you get to rant. Come up with something other than the fact that you, you the only one that ate the sandwich. Uh, we'll figure all that out. I'm pretty sure Jake can come up with something to rant about. Uh, he, he had a long afternoon, a, evening yesterday to ponder. So I'm sure oh, Jake. I'm sure Jake can come yeah, up with something. One. You're listening to Old School on 93.7 The Ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay.
Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.